Hello and welcome to Owen oh, the Town. This is our preview show looking ahead to tomorrow's fixture at Kenilworth Road between Luton and Queen's Park Rangers. I'm joined by Dave. Bataro cannot be with us, but looking ahead to tomorrow's game, we always get excited when we play QPR, but I think we discussed this on Monday night. We, we haven't beaten them in what feels like forever. So Please. tomorrow, is it finally time to beat QPR? Well, it is finally time to beat them, but listen, you can't you can't dismiss how well they've started the season, and that's that's the issue we have. I mean, the games have always been tight at times, and 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 especially at our place. However, they've just had the edge over us. It's, it's like our biggest bogey team for a long, long time. We need to put that to bed. We really do need to put that to bed. But it's not going to be easy to do it because they're riding that crest of that wave, and they are what third in the league as we uh, record this. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a difficult one, isn't it? I'm they've ha- say they've had some really good results this season. They've gone to Sheffield United and won. They've gone to uh Watford and won. Um they beat Reading who have started so well last time out at home and you just kind of think you're looking at these these fixtures they're grinding out the results. They're also conceding goals but still winning and it's kind of like they are going a bit under the radar this season with these results, I feel. But, you know, Queen's Park Rangers have been like that for, for many a season. They they bigged themselves up quite a lot uh, in previous seasons and not done so well. This season, um, I don't, I, I, I might be wrong, but I don't know anybody expected them to be where they were or the, where they are right now. But my problem with it all is that we find it hard to beat them. Why uh, is that? Why do we always find I it so difficult? Just, is it because they rise up to the occasion more than us? Genuinely, and... I don't know. I just think that, um, you know, every time... I think there's been a couple of games where they've scored last-minute goals against us and and things like that. And, you know, when we've been up their place, we've played really well and, and not got the rub of the green, you know. And, but there's got to be a reason. In the same in the same respect, there's teams that have never beaten us, you know. But... Maybe it's time, maybe it's time, maybe, you know, this is the time where Nathan talks the team up so high because they, he really wants to beat these people now. And let's hope they do. And last season we, in the home game, kind of, we, we did kind of gift them the win, didn't we? It was yeah. the penalty, it was the, the corner and they released but, some but, weird album cover on their social media about it and they loved that victory last year. Maybe there's part of us this season that will look at that from last season and go, look, we can't let that happen again. We you have oft- to get these you guys often to be say, You often say, does the manager put up a quote on a, in a dressing room or whatever else or a slide up and, and you know, we, if you look at the uh, the thing on Netflix with Arsenal or whatever else, they pulled up a, 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 a tweet from Ivan, wasn't it, Ivan Tony, and they put it up. Um, I hope Nathan does the same because if it motivates the players better, the players know how important it is to win. They, they know that this is a big game for us and, you know, you get a result against the team in third, it shows your intent, doesn't it? But it's not going to be easy. Queen's Park Rangers this year seem to be on a bit of a roll. And, you know, who's not to say that they won't be up there at the end of the season? Well, of our home form this season, it's going to be an interesting encounter. Will we get our second home end of the season? Can we finally beat QPR? Uh, loads of things to get stuck into. And I'm interested to hear uh, what Loft for Words make of their start to the season. And you caught up with them earlier in the week. We're joined by Clive from Love for Words. Uh, thanks for coming along and having a chat about the game uh, on Saturday. How's it going at uh, Queen's Park Rangers right now? Yeah, it's going well. It's going well, mate. Thanks for, thanks for having us on. Um, yeah, didn't have high expectations or hopes at the start of the season. Was actually pretty depressed about the, the state of the whole place. So um, really chuffed that it started as well as it has. A little bit surprised and, uh, and pleasantly surprised at that, I guess. 
what, what's changed? Because, you know, I sort of think about the end of last season probably didn't get where you thought that you I, deserved the right phrase. Uh, what's changed this season? Why are Queen's Park Rangers on fire at the moment? Um, I mean, you've got it all comes down to the the change of the manager, really. If we take the, the sort of first half of that question first about the end of last season, I mean, we went the opposite way around to Luton and and Huddersfield, obviously, Forest as well, who did the right thing of coming on strong at the end. You end up in the playoffs that way. We sort of went out and set the pace, um, <laughs> which we thought we were going to do. Um, we were very confident going into the season and had had a big summer transfer-wise. Started the season great, had finished the previous season brilliantly, had a great pre-season, beat up Man United in pre-season. So optimism was really high and... We got through to the end of January when actually we were starting to ask ourselves whether we might be able to push Bournemouth for second because they had a bit of a wobble in January, went out and signed a load of players on deadline day in a bit of a panic with Scott Parker. We were unbeaten in January. We had players coming back from AFCON. We were so confident. And the whole thing just fell off a cliff second half of last season. I think we needed six wins from our last 18 and 19 games and we would have been in the playoffs. Uh, and we, we basically got three. We got four. I think we won on the last day of the Swansea, but but by, by that time it was gone. We only won three times. We were abysmal all the way through. We got beat by Peterborough, Barnsley, just fell off a cliff. And it was so weird. They said, well, we've had injuries. What do you expect? But there was way more to it than that. And as the summer sort of went on and Mark Warburton left, st- things started to crawl out the woodwork. The relationships had fallen apart and, and all of that. So there was a lot wrong at the end of last season which is why I wasn't very optimistic about this because it was a short summer. You're bringing in a rookie manager. Yeah. There was all of those concerns, but Mick Beale's come in and, and done a great job so far, like spun it all around. Um, no money to spend really in the summer did, has done it with loans and frees because we did all our money last year and really we're right on the FFP line now until we sell a player for some money again, as we did with Eze, which is how we spent the money last year. Um, so he's he's up against it. It's his first proper managerial job, but he's he's just been very, very charismatic and, and inspirational. You like listening to him speak, um, contradicts himself a lot, says one thing one week and then does a different thing the next and whatever. But he's just he just comes across as one of those people at the moment that makes you want to go with him and sit. And it seems to be having that effect on the players as well. Just it's really clicked the last week or so. We look a completely different team to the one that was failing really badly in April. I mean, summed up by the fact that we managed to lose twice in two weeks to Sheffield United in April, and they absolutely battered us in the second game. It just yeah. men against boys stuff. And then last week we went to Sheffield United. I think they're better this season than they were last, and we we won up there last week. So that yeah, was a fantastic result for you up there. One, I mean, the last, yeah, your last yeah, your last five games similar to ours, really. With uh, what is it, four wins and a draw? Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it away from home, which is very unlike mm. us. Uh, the Sheffield United one did actually stick out for me because uh, we spoke to Sheffield earlier in the year um, and they reckon if you finish above them, you're finishing first. So, you know, they were pretty confident they were going to win. But they've had a couple of poor results, but it's a good place to go and get a, a result if you did. I watched the Reading game the other night as well. Um, it sounds to me like um, the whole of the stadium is behind your team right now. You know, you know how it is. It gives them the spur on. Um Pretty good performance. Who do we need to look out for when you come to Kenilworth Road? Before we discuss all the relevant history about, we find it very difficult to beat you guys, and it really annoys me. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we've got lots of teams like that. You know, we've been to Nottingham Forest 36 times like without winning. We finally won. We won there for the first time in a, in a million years. So we've got we've got teams like that. The Reading performance last week was actually our worst of the three. I thought we looked a bit tired there and, and got through through sort of sheer will. Um, Chef United, I mean, the, the centre-back they've got is unreal, the, yeah. the Bosnian guy, and he yeah. didn't play against us. So there is that caveat. Um, I mean, the star, the star sort of players, we've got two tens that play behind the strikers, Chris Willock and Ilias Chair who I think are two of the better players in the league. Certainly Willock is. Um, sadly, Willock, well, sadly for, for us, not for you, Willock's injured. So he won't be playing on uh, Saturday. And then we've we've take, we've take got rid of our crusty old fullbacks that were sort of Warburton fanboys, Odebajo and um, Lee Wallace, and replaced them with Ethan Laird on loan from Man United, who I... I just don't think really has any business playing in the championship at the moment. I can't, I can't really believe he's with us. I, I, something's gone wrong there. Right. Um, and Paul, Kenneth Paul, who we've got from the Dutch league and he's settled really well and playing well. So we attacked sort of from fullback and into the tens, but like I say, Willock's injured. Um, so those are, those are sort of four to, to look out for, I guess. You think, do you think when uh, QPR come to Kenilworth road, obviously it's going to be a full house because you know, it doesn't take much to fill our ground, but it'll be full. It will be really, um, vocal from both sets of supporters, I'm sure. Um, do you think they're going to come down and sit back or do you reckon they're just going to go for it? We haven't done a lot of sitting back under Beal. He's very, not like, I thought we were quite negative a lot towards the back end of last season. We were playing sort of negative, safe football. And I didn't think we played very well at Luton at all. Um, I remember sitting there at half time, 1 0 down at Luton, should have been 2 or 3 and think. And if you told me at that point that we ended up winning 2 1, I just would have laughed at you. And to be honest, by, it got, by the time it got to the end of the game, I was still not quite sure um, how it happened. How it happened. So, yeah, were we actually, if I'm honest with that one? Yeah. I mean, that, at that point, we were playing with a back three, like I said, the old fullbacks, Jeff Hendrick passing sideways and backwards in midfield. And it was only really when we bought or Amos and Willicon in that game that we started to play a little bit. Whereas it's the opposite now. It's very sort of front foot, you know, the two tens and a striker and midfielders joining in and fullbacks joining in. So we haven't done a lot of sitting back so far and I'd be surprised if that started on Saturday. Could make up for an exciting game if we both play to our full potential. Um, early kickoff, that shouldn't affect anyone apart from how long you get in the pub beforehand. Um, you're coming down, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the ticket allocation at Luton is, uh, is is not terrific, and we're looking forward to you guys getting the getting the new stadium, as I'm sure you will. But yeah, I'm one of the lucky few with a ticket. Brilliant. And so, if you had to put yourself on the line with a prediction, um, I know this and it's a, isn't it when you ask these questions, you you know you're going to be partisan. So I know you'll be honest. I know you want Queens Park Rangers to win. So, what do you reckon the score might be? My well, my predictions are really terrible. Like oh, my, good. my website people will tell you will tell you this, but I, I'm going to put. I know already. I think I'm going to put one one in the um in the preview, um, which I don't think would actually be that bad a result for either team, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for for a one one. Um, I'm I mean I'm slightly concerned because I know Luton didn't start the season very well. Um, but I had I think. You're a good shout for the top six again. I put that in my season preview that I thought Luton would make the top six again. I don't think that last season was flashing the pan by any means. And I think you signed some good players in the summer. So I'm I'm sort of wary of Luton. I know we've got this good record against Luton, but I'm 
I don't particularly enjoy the trip or playing you, and I, t- I quite rate your team at the minute. So I think if you did offer me one one, I'd probably shake your, shake your hand and not come. Um, well, but, but I, yeah, I, we are playing well, so I guess I I need to get out of the mindset of the last three months of last season where it was just constantly going to QPR and watching them fall in a hole and get into this Mick Beal mindset of we shouldn't fear anybody. Let's get on the front foot and give it a go. So yeah, but at the moment one one. Right. Well, I, I'm I'm genuinely hoping that we. Um... We literally bust that bogey team that we've got with you guys. I mean, I've I've seen some cracking games between both our teams, um, but we always come out on the wrong side of them, uh, except for a couple. So I actually did preview and thinking I'm hopeful. My hopeful side of me and my my really hopeful side of me says I want to win two nil because that will just put a marker up for us as well. Um, but not losing would also be. Um, a result really because again we've got to look where you guys are in the table third in the table on goal difference only same points as Sheffield and Norwich I mean you're in the mix so yeah. I mean will it will it be an injured might be might be the sort of the key for you I know we got through Reading without him but he is he is very important like I I think Willock's one of the best sort of five players in the league so if you've got a chance you know maybe maybe that's it well listen it's been fabulous chatting to you um have a safe journey down. Uh, it's quite an easy one from the from London, isn't it? On the train. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Hope you have a great day. And uh, dare I say it, let's hope that uh, one of us is very happy. <laughs> take, let's take a draw. <laughs> take a draw, Antonio. Well, I'm definitely now looking forward to tomorrow. It's interesting as well, just hearing how positive QPR have been this season. And like we said earlier, all the all the talk this season, you're coming into it. It's about Burnley. It's about Watford. It's about Sheffield United, and it's like QPR weren't really spoken about, and now they are kind of sneaking up. And maybe now is a reason to be spoken about. I think I think you know when you when you look at QPR, maybe they suffer a bit like we do. You know, people overlook them all of the time. Uh, well, you know, they they've been down there for a while, but maybe it's their turn to go up. I'm confident that we'll give them a good game. Am I confident we can beat them? No, but I hope we can. Um, it's disappointing when you don't. You know, it's it's time for us to win. It's time for us it's to win. Time to you win. No, it is because you know at the end of the day, there's got to be a change in that luck at some point, hasn't there? We, we can't not beat them all of the time. But again, not losing is the first priority. It's important for us though to if we just take away who we're playing and even the fact we've got Watford in a couple of weeks that we do get our home form back on track. And we're something we said on the podcast on Tuesday that at the moment. Away from home, we seem to be doing fine and brilliant and we're picking up three points and clean sheets and everything. But at home is where our issues lie at the moment and we can't put a finger on why. So it's important for us, no matter who we're playing, that tomorrow we get back on track. But don't you want to go to the game, Kenny, and enjoy the game first off? Get the result, but enjoy the game and, and see how well the team is playing. And it's frustrating that we haven't put to bed other teams when we know we've been miles better than they have been on, on the night or on the day. So I'm hoping that we come out the starting blocks quick. Uh, we get an early goal. Uh, the QPR have to chase the game. And then we get a couple more. Um, because we haven't beaten them for a long, long time. <laughs> we haven't beaten them for a long, long time. My favourite memory of the QPR game, if I may say this, Go is the first game on plastic at their place uh, where uh, they expected to beat us that year and we won 2-1. So um, there's a good trivia quiz, that one, as well. It's time for us to win. It's time for us to show the fans, how passionate we are 
and let's get let's put one over it, please. <laughs> Score prediction for tomorrow. Oh man, please! I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a very bold two nil to Luton with my fingers crossed. I'm going to say we're going to draw one all tomorrow. Oh, don't I just, say that. I feel a draw coming on. I'll, I'll take a draw. I don't want a draw, but I'll take a draw. I, I, no, I'm going to go for a very ecstatic two nil. Two nil. Um, yeah, pick that one out of the net. Otaro says. Oh, I'm not playing tomorrow. Because I will moan when he's here next week and he's like, well, I wasn't here last week and I would have said that school line. But either way, um, let us know what you think. Luton fans, QPR fans, if, you're, if you've made it this far, thanks for keeping us on. And let us know what you think is going to happen tomorrow at Kenworth Road. And yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, I'll aside, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, you say I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going. Uh, you know, it depends how the first 10 minutes goes really for me. Yeah, could be an early one home. Uh, and adjust. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. Let us know below what you think is going to happen at Kenworth Road tomorrow. And we'll see you next week.